Welcome to Two Brothers Review, the podcast. I'm Reed Turley. And I'm Ty Turley. Happy to be with you again. Oh, thank goodness. Didn't just get a rando. <laughs> yeah. You're not some random listener. You're our listener. <laughs> this week we're going to be talking about Terminator Dark Fate? Dark Judgment? Dark Fate. Dark Fate. I got it right the first time. Uh, but before we get to that movie, uh, I briefly give our I did wonder how long they spent trying to come up with that name. They shouldn't have spent any time on it, right? Could they have just called it Terminator 4? Oh, no. I guess you need that subtitle. But before we get to that movie, we are going to give our picks for uh, maybe not favorite movie, but favorite scene of hand-to-hand combat. Mm, what's yours, Reed? Yeah. I immediately, I thought of the Paris apartment fight scene from The Born Identity, <laughs> where the assassin comes through the window and he ends up getting a, a pen in his hand. Yeah, that's a pretty good scene. Yeah, I think the Born movies did a good job with sort of the kinetic energy of a fight scene, where you're sort of in it and there's a little bit of shaky cam. And then I think it sort of went to an extreme. To where I don't love that style anymore, but I think in that one I appreciated it. Um, yeah, I, the first thing I thought it was born too, but it was the scene in the, I guess the same movie when he's in the field and he shoots the gun and flushes him out. Uh, it's still the yeah, still born identity with Clive Owen, right? He's the assassin. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I don't think that's actually hand to hand. It's more like a, I don't know, a gun, a Tactical. gun sequence. I, they used guns in Terminator Dark Fate as well. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I think it's established we are born fans, right? Definitely. And this is a born podcast. This is definitely a so. born podcast. Yes. Yeah. If you haven't seen those, stop. I don't know what you're doing. Stop listening to our podcast. You're not our. People. Don't watch Terminator Dark Fate. <laughs> <laughs> go go watch go watch Born Identity right now tonight. Well, then let's, yeah, let's move on to Terminator. Ty, what did you think about sort of the structure and the flow of this movie? Well, I can't really remember the other Terminators. I think I did watch them, but um, the only one I remember is the Christian Bale one, which was very psychologically damaging to me because he wakes up as a robot, right? One of the characters does. I don't know if I ever saw that one, actually. I think I've seen the first two, but none since then. With Sam Worthington? Anyway, it had a deeply traumatizing effect on me, so I have like sort of avoided Terminators, or it's just not something that I really was super excited about. This one I thought was um, the the most interesting or surprising thing to me was it's basically just the Terminator story again, exactly the same. They just started over with a new, you know, a new adversary, but same plot. Well, I thought it was a little, I thought it was a little ridiculous to say. Well, Skynet didn't happen. We have the Legion. It's totally different. But they have the same Terminator technology of like the silvery metal. Yeah. Because that's from Terminator 2, right? It's just like, oh, it's they developed the exact same soldier. And they call them Terminators. It's a totally different system. Yeah. They should have been like Exterminator. <laughs> or the, you know, Gladiator. I don't know. Yeah. No, it I, that was a little ridiculous. Um, 
And then, I guess back to someone waking up as a robot. How did how did Ex Machina make you feel when he decides to cut his own arm to see if he's a robot? Oh, I loved Ex Machina. Uh, yeah, that scene didn't bother me. I guess, but it was. But when when you find out in this Terminator that that um, Grace is a what it's called hybrid or whatever Aug- enhanced. Oh, enhanced augmented. I don't know. That's just like, that's just, I don't like that. I don't like it. I don't like it from a visceral level, not really intellectual or anything, but well, I thought they did a cool job with like the scars on her body. Like they're just really the faint white lines on like her, her arms and, and I think head had some too, a nice touch that they had to show those never explicitly say that in the movie, like a, a little bit of subtlety was appreciated. Yeah, but I mean, okay. <laughs> uh that would be one of the only places they use subtlety in the movie. No, I'm just kidding. I I agree. Uh I mean, it, this movie just requires you to suspend your disbelief a lot, which is fine. I think that's just the deal. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's it is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I thought also um, extremely ridiculous was the idea that there was an Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminator who grew emotions and sent text messages to her and does drapes. Yeah. I mean, that's, that is crazy. Poor John. <laughs> yeah. Ugh, okay. Yeah. I, I think the specifics of this movie are a little bit tough, but I, one, I don't know, I think as far as pacing goes, this movie did have a good flow where they were just like, we're just going to give you six different fights. There's not a lot of downtime between things. It just kind of moves, right? Like I thought you're, you're basically just in this, I don't know, 48 hour period following these characters. I like that part of it, the pacing of it. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, yeah, it's not, I would say it's not boring. Yeah, not boring, but maybe a little tired where, Every fight, they barely escape the Terminator. And then sometimes it takes them a long time to regenerate. And sometimes it's like instantaneous. And I don't know. It's like, if he's such a good killer, you like three close escapes is about all I'll accept. You can't just have like five of them. Yeah. Why doesn't he just launch some piece of his metal at them? Yes. Yeah. There's a point where he's like fighting with his swords and she can't like she's like stopping it or blocking it but then another time it's all those guards in the detention center and they're all surrounding him and you're seeing those blades come out of his body like yeah at different angles and hitting the hitting the guards so you know there are there's other fighting capabilities that are not being used all the time yeah yeah that's true i thought the beginning was good and very sad when her brother sacrifices himself for her I like that. Yeah. And then to have that like trauma of your own, someone looking like your father trying to kill you, <laughs> you know, or like realizing that's not your father. Yeah. It's like which of these writers had a rough childhood? <laughs> Answer all of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who didn't? <laughs> yeah. The same guy who directed this directed Deadpool, right? Yeah. He did. Tim Miller. Yeah. I mean, I I said it was ridiculous, but it was. There were some very funny lines in 
I would say, I would say in isolation. Sort of not consistent with the tone either though, right? No, yeah, not, not, no, out of place, but funny. Yeah. Like him talking about that one where he's talking about the drapes and says the kid can't have solid colored drapes. That was very funny. Well, I don't know if I remember that. Yeah, it's like they're waiting. I think they're waiting for the Air Force General to bring the um, the electromagnetic pulsator things, and he's and yeah. he's just leaning against the window of his truck, and the other two are inside of his truck, and he's just shooting the breeze. And he's like, "They told me that uh, she wanted plain red drapes, but I was like, no, kids can't have plain red drapes. They have to have prints, balloons, or butterflies, something." You don't remember that? Oh my gosh! Yeah, I don't. Uh, it was. It just had. It was a total. I may have. It was a total non sequitur. I mean, it had nothing to do with anything else going on. I I may have fallen asleep and woken up when they were on the plane for like ten <laughs> minutes. So I think I might have missed that part. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't know. Does that under uh, Does that undermine your claim that the action moved you along smoothly, or support it? I like supports and I got, you know, it died down. I got a little quick nap in, picked back up. I was right there with it uh, to see planes crashing into planes. Yeah. They don't explain why they don't send more than one Terminator back, do they? No. Like if you're the AI who could do this, don't you just send a hundred back? Thousand. Don't you take over 50 years earlier? Like, yeah. Oh, it makes no sense. Know. Makes no sense. Also, why do they have to be naked? That guy makes clothes out of his matter, whatever he's made of. So you can't say that whatever clothes are made of can't be transported back because he makes clothes out of whatever he's made of. Well, it's just him. I don't think it's really clothes. He's just putting on like a shell. Right. She has to put on clothes because her body can't do that. Okay, but why can't he come back with clothes? That's what I'm saying. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) The very specific problems we have with the Terminator world. Seriously. Okay, also... But they didn't. Oh, go ahead. Okay, also, there's all these problems associated with time travel. I mean, the in the future version of uh, Daniela's... No, what's her name? Danny? In the yeah. future version of Danny's life as a leader, did this happen in her past? Did this already happen? No. It would have to, though. By the time she got to... Being a leader in the resistance, her life would have been saved by grace already. But think about it. Well, like, I don't know how we can do this. I don't know if it ever will make sense. Time travel is very confusing. It's very confusing. Ugh. I just, I don't like movies that have time travel. I want to write a movie that subverts time travel movies, makes fun of it, and just shows how it doesn't make any sense. Oh, did you see 12 Monkeys with Bruce Willis? No, I didn't. I don't know if it's time travel, but it's like... Maybe better done than this. That's believable. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think you said it to have them just totally wipe away the other Terminator stories and say that didn't happen. But in this, I mean, in those Terminator movies, they do something to destroy Skynet. In this movie, they don't do anything to stop Legion from becoming a thing, do they? Yeah, they get Danny alive to her adulthood or whatever. But she made it to her adulthood in the world where Legion still took over. Only because these people showed up when she was 22 or whatever. 
No, it doesn't. I don't what? know. I, that's my best. Look, I can't explain it. That's my best attempt. I don't know. Okay. Don't you think Danny is the leader that Grace gets sh- hurt protecting? Like they never show the face of the leader, you know, in that flash forward where they're fighting against all the Terminators. Don't you think that leader is Danny? Yeah. So I don't get how protecting her did anything to stop Legion from happening because she was already alive in the timeline where this AI network took over the world. So they they've done nothing to stop the AI network that I can tell. No, they no, they are going to successfully defeat it. After half of the world population dies? Yeah. Well, in the first Terminator, they stopped Skynet, and she saves three billion people. So Sarah Connor did better. Yeah, well, why doesn't, why doesn't Danny and Grace just send Grace to kill the three electrical engineers at Microsoft that build Legion's AI and save all those? Right. There, you could have just gone even farther back. Like, why protect Grace in this moment when you could do something else? Do you think they left it open for a sequel for them to stop this software system? Um, I don't know if that is exactly going to be the plot, but there's definitely going to be a sequel because they were a, a duo in that last shot. Okay. Do you think this movie is going to do well enough to be financed for a sequel? Because it was pretty expensive and I don't think it's made a lot of money. I haven't. I haven't been reading about that. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's going to keep, I mean, it's a franchise that, has a huge number of fans. I'm sure they can keep making them profitably. I bet this kills in China. I mean, until you can't, like Star Wars. There's no limit to Star Wars. Yeah, they've canceled like five movies that they announced. (laughs) They have? I guess they have. Well, they're not going to do a... Yeah, they're not going to do one about Boba Fett. They're not going to... They The Benioff and Weiss... Trilogy got canceled because they left the they left Disney to work for Netflix. So I think yeah, I think Star Wars is just kind of pausing because they were putting out too many movies. Yeah, they're pausing. They're not gonna stop though. But I mean Terminator's doing like one every seven years. So maybe they'll pick up a little bit more. I'm I'm sure movie studios want to have a franchise that they can depend on. Yeah, they do. I mean, all right. Are there other things you like or dislike about this movie that we haven't talked about? Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Those, I mean, did you like the hand-to-hand combat scenes? Like, that plane scene was very chaotic. I did not get much out of it. Yeah, it was chaotic. I think the detention center was the best fight, and then the like the the one in the dam was okay. Yeah, I liked it. I mean, it's kind of fun to see the superhuman fighting but you know it's all very cgi looking so yeah i think i am less and less into just plain action movies i don't know like i think earlier in my life i would have liked this a lot more than i did good read that's some maturity going on some growth right right yeah i hope (laughs) good yeah all right what would you rank Terminator Dark Fate out of five. I'm giving it a two. It was fine. Me as well. I will also rate this a two. We match. And the singularity is on its way. Yeah. It all started with Legion. It's probably real. Also, I just want to (laughs) say, 
to any Microsoft executives listening, I didn't mean to, uh, you know, I don't, I didn't mean to commit libel. I'm sure you guys are not going to ruin the world. Yeah. It's going to be Facebook. Yeah, exactly. It's definitely going to be Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Or those self-driving cars at Google. You teach them too much. (laughs) Yeah. The the AI, the AI robots of the future are going to be kind of bad at fighting, but really good at navigating. It's like they'll not hit people on purpose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they'll be like, it'll be their chance to win the battle. And they'll be like, oh, but we can't hit them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Once I get the, the AI secret meeting, all the supercomputer killers, and then just the Google car feels very out of place. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> uh, he's reconsidering his life choices. Yeah. Just, <laughs> if we kill them all, who am I going to drive around? <laughs> yeah. My whole reason for existing. Real crisis. So yeah. Existential crisis <laughs> for the Google car. <laughs> well, let's do one recommendation. Something else we've been watching, reading or listening to. Well, did you watch SNL this uh, week? I did. Christmas I think story. it was, I think it was the worst SNL I've ever seen. I thought it was so bad. Oh, okay. What was the best sketch? Even if you think it was subpar, probably the dog one, maybe the punk band corporate office one. I thought the Duolingo for kids was pretty good. That commercial. I thought it was a good idea, but her delivery was awful. I thought. Oh. It's weird that they've done two skits with dogs this season. I don't feel like that happens a lot in the past. And it almost feels a little cheap, like they're just getting the laughs because the dogs don't do what they're supposed to do. Yeah, I think that one was pretty funny, even besides that. But it's comedy, Reed. Like, you get the laugh any way you can. No, I, I think okay. you're right. I've, I've been surprised by how bad Weekend Update has been. I just think... It's not funny. It's not funny. Yeah, it's been really bad. Okay, so Ty recommends not watching SNL. I think I'm going to stop. For me, I'm going to recommend the HBO show His Dark Materials. It's the story of the Golden Compass. But just the first episode came out this week. And I'm excited for the story. Okay. I know Ty had his first foray into real fantasy entertainment this weekend. Maybe you'll give it a shot. I, I did go to Harry Potter and the Cursed Child play on Broadway this week, this weekend, with our sister Marin. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, you knew that? I don't know how you knew that. Yeah. <laughs> Instagram, baby. Oh, gosh. It was okay, but it was time travel. So many holes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Two Brothers Review, the podcast. I'm Reed Turley. And I'm Ty Turley. And don't listen to what people say. You're our only important listener. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Ending. Ending.